first episode of Built with Django. Today I interview Alex, uh, Alexander Isora. Alex is a founder of Unicorn, Unicorn Platform, a landing page builder for startups. Uh, in this episode we talk about his journey as a solo founder, he tells us about his experience uh, learning and using Django for this project, uh, that's the first project he learned Django for. Um, Alex also shares his favorite resources for uh, learning Django, uh, as well as um, other things that were useful when he was uh, discovering it. We also talked about a bit about his process for launching Unicorn, Unicorn Platform, as well as attracting uh, and retaining new users. Uh, I hope you enjoy this uh, conversation with Alex, and um, if you have any feedback, as always, please let me know at uh, my email, which will be in the show notes. Thank you for joining, and uh, hope you enjoy. Hello, Alex. Welcome Hi, to the Built with Django podcast. Um, yeah. How about we start with uh, you telling a little bit about yourself, where everyone who does know you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for having me here, first of all. I'm always uh, happy to tell about my project because I love it very much. Mm -hmm. I'm Alex and uh, I'm uh, the founder of uh, Unicorn Platform. Unicorn Platform is a landing page builder for startups. And I'm the only coder in this project at this moment, so I'm a technician myself. And I'm happy to tell uh, some insights about how the tech is done in my website builder. Many people ask this. It's a very interesting topic and I can share something, everything actually with you. So I'm cool. happy to be here. <laughs> the way our podcast works is um, you know, people who submit their projects on um, builtwithjango.com Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so, so generally what we're going to do is discuss, you know, how you, you know, came to discover Django, why did you just mm -hmm. learn it, how long it took you. Mm -hmm. And I've got to say that your project, Unicorn Platform, uh, mm -hmm. it, well, first of all, is very well designed. It's, it, mm -hmm. um, so obviously that's not Django's part. That's you as a designer part. Um, it functions well. So... I'm anxious to know how complicated that the database is, how complicated the um, you know all the all the processes on the back end. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll get to that. So um, I think it would be best to start with uh, your exposure to Django. Why did you choose to learn it, or is it one of those, um, or one are you one of those people who you know um, learn everything and uh, you know just have a, a big exposure to a lot of different tools? Mm -hmm. Um, it's a great question, actually, because there are a lot of options, you know, like Ruby, PHP, Node.js, and uh, occasionally mm -hmm. Python with Django. And uh, yeah, it's actually an interesting question. I had zero experience in backend development uh, before Unicorn Platform. Um, I was a front-end developer with a little experience in writing some PHP code without any frameworks. And uh, then I started my project, my website builder, I faced with a problem. I needed a backend, you know, database, all that scary stuff, I was always afraid of. And uh, I had two options. The third option is to hire a person who will code everything. 
that sounded actually very simple and straightforward. And the second option is learn backend and code everything myself. Uh, for months, I was sure I will keep to this first option. I will hire a senior backend thing mm -hmm. and he will code everything. But a close friend, friend of mine, Kostya, uh, he persuaded me to go the second way, to learn everything by myself. And uh, the reasons for this are actually very obvious. The first reason is that I will know everything under the hood of my project. This will, will allow me to fix any problem anytime and uh, I'm responsible for the uptime of my clients. You know, websites of my clients must be uptime 100% uh, of time. So I must be super, super expert in my code. And the second reason is that I will be able to hire uh, coders in the future with a much more bigger chance of uh, success. I will know the technology, so I will be able to filter proper uh, specialists. And um, th this is uh, how I decided to learn backend myself. But what about Django? Actually, it was very simple too. Uh, since I didn't uh, have any huge experience in backend, I decided to uh, see around and uh, see what my friends do. I have uh, some friends in this and that, that projects, and some of them are very close to me. You know, we talk a lot, and uh, we are friends. And there were two friends uh, who had over a dozen years of experience in Django, incredibly a lot, and they agreed to help me in this uh, path of learning and building a tool. They showed me some tricks and important books to read, to build a scalable, sustainable architecture, a database which will not get down itself, you know. All this important fundamental stuff was mm -hmm. advised to me by these friends. And uh, so I just picked Django because uh, there were some people who could help me with building this properly. Oh, that's, that's perfect. When I was... Um learning to build websites the, uh, the only reason i wanted to build my own blog and uh, i first tried a couple static builders and then when i found out indie hackers community i was like okay i need to build i need to learn something more concrete um i didn't know the difference between back end and front end and um, as you mentioned the the amount of options for back end i just is just too much as you mentioned php and node and the only reason i chose django was because i knew python for data analysis so i feel like that was a good choice and that's incredible because um you uh, i i don't know obviously i don't know uh, it's not not an open source project i don't know how you know complicated your uh, backend for unicorn platform i have to imagine it is but you know to build it without knowing it previously is is it's pretty incredible. So would you say that you started learning it by building Unicorn um, platform or rather, you know, you maybe tested it on a couple of smaller projects and then started building Unicorn? Um, yeah, it's a great question. Uh, I have planned at first to build 
build a demo project, the first project, which will be a playground. And actually, I dropped this idea because after having all this huge amount of um, knowledge, of theory, I needed to implement it right away. And uh, it wasn't actually a big difference if I use a playground or project or if I use my final project. And I just decided to skip the playground part and go straight to the final project. There were some phases when I deleted everything and rebuilt from scratch. Um, but at the end of the day, one um, almost six months later, I see it the code and understand that it's not that bad at all. Uh, my, my trick was that I actually used uh, not very much logic logic on the backend. Mm -hmm. There are just a few uh, Django fra Django DRF Django yeah, REST framework. REST framework, yeah, thanks. Okay, uh, a few yeah. Django REST frameworks endpoints and the uh, custom domain logic when, logic when I, uh, you know, monitor if a request was from a client's custom domain and uh, my backend uh, 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 operates with it. And this logic actually is very small. The majority of the builder of managing the pages, options, emails, everything is on the front end. Uh, yeah, so it's actually a very small project. <laughs> so you said <clears throat> you are front end developer and all of the logic and all of you know all the value of your tool is in the front end. So what's um, how, you know, how, because your experience with front end, what, what, what's um, your preferred, you know, uh, your preferred front end framework, if any, and um... um, it's not actually very big. My experience, um, I had uh, a few years of uh, coding in HTML. We mm -hmm. have been building my ex partner some cool friends HTML templates with animations and jQuery stuff. Uh, then I built uh, a small MVP of my website builder with React.js and uh, React.js was a choice to build the final form, the second version of Unicorn platform. So I had not very huge experience and I had to learn the front-end path uh, alongside with the Django. That's incredible because I mean, y your website does look very good. I urge everyone who is listening, might be listening, to check it out. Um, so it's yeah, unicornplatform.com. It's a good domain. <laughs> um, without having so much experience, you know, in you know working for Twitter or Facebook, it's it's incredible to see that. And um, all right, so you mentioned that uh, your friends were very helpful to you when you were learning. Django, uh, was there, were, were there any other resources that you found particularly useful that you can share with the, the listeners? Um, I am actually get very tired uh, when I read a book or one particular resource. My brain started to be bored very much, very quickly. So mm -hmm. now when I was building it, I um, first tried to write myself something. And then if I don't understand, I just Googled it. And the first uh, part, the first uh, search results 
uh, were clicked. It was some block, maybe a stack overflow answer, a part okay. of a book, a video by someone. So I had like dozens of the sources. I just don't remember anything. Interesting. No, that's that's completely fine. That's the best way to go. You know, Google Stack Overflow. Yeah, <laughs> the, the most important uh, developer skill. <laughs> yes, it is very important, yes. Um, so, well, now we know that uh, Django was, well, Unicorn Platform was, was your first project that you used Django for, which is very cool. Um, since, well, uh, we'll get into more in detail with Unicorn, uh, but were there any other projects that you built with uh, Django? Anything else interesting that you're trying to, you know, use it for? Uh, this might sound uh, actually not very good for my project, uh, but it's the only project I have built with Django and the only huge project I have built. This actually means I'm a very low experienced specialist, but uh, I am just have to be honest. Yes, it's my only project. It's only uh, sustainable because of my friends. I don't, uh, I thank them every day, you know. Hi, thank you very much again, man. <laughs> because they, they okay. gave me so much important knowledge, crucial knowledge. That's very important. Uh, actually, that's one of the th things I struggle with. I do most of my learning, as you mentioned, by Google or Stack Overflow. I try to find like meetups or I don't have friends who code in or do any web development, in fact. so. You know, having that is very important. So let's get into Unicorn. Why did you decide to build a website builder? With uh, uh, I personally don't have a problem with building something when it already exists. You know, it's it's perfectly fine. It's it's actually the preferable way to do it. But uh, what, what was your rationale? Why did you decide to build it? Uh, it's a great question. Because uh, many indie hackers and startup founders don't know what to do. The idea to choose is one of the most important questions, how to choose. Mm -hmm. So I always um, tell about my story with a huge enthusiasm because it might help someone with this problem. Thanks mm -hmm. for asking this. It was actually very simple, the simplest choice in my life. <clears throat> um, I failed in my previous startup which I joined only because I wanted to earn money, quick money. Uh, then I returned to my homeland and um, I actually was a bankrupt, bankrupt with zero money in my pockets. And I also left the company, my previous startup, and I started to think what I want to do next. What's my next project? And I created a list a simple list of things that I truly love. There were some basic stuff like, uh, you know, cats, traveling, obvious things that everybody loves, and some things that not everybody loves, like web design, web development, and startups. Then I thought, uh, saw at this list, and um, I sorted these uh, points by the market size. I somehow calculated how many people are involved in each industry, uh, in traveling, in uh, web design, and like sorted. Uh, then I uh, uh, took the first five points in this list and uh, all uh, small 
industry, mm -hmm. I just throw it away. Because if I spent, you know, like five years building a startup in a niche which are, has very low money, I will be still without any money. But I want to move to Japan and it will take a lot of money. <laughs> so uh, I wanted money. Then I uh, saw so, so these first top five uh, bullets and uh, sorted them again. I put the most desired, the most passionate, the most uh, loved thing at the top. It was web design. And I just so thought, okay, web design it is. And what's the biggest problem in web design? Uh, it's websites. The website builders today are not perfect. It's obvious for anyone who tried to build a website with a builder. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, website builder it is. Let's go, baby. And then. <clears throat> That's very cool. Um, I, 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 I do struggle. I don't use website builders, although I, I did try at first, and then I realized, you know, it's much more fun to go do it yourself. And mm -hmm. to your point in the beginning when you said uh, you have two options, hire someone or learn yourself. Uh, whenever I... I'm, I currently live in New York. I try to... And, and, and I'm, I was on an internship, so the budget was very tight. So. You know, whenever any question of should I, I started with WordPress and uh, it annoyed me so much that basically anything you wanted to add, you had to pay for. I was like, all right, fuck this. Um, you know, just I just want to learn how to do it myself. And then that's slowly and slowly, that's how I got into it. Um, okay, so um, that's, very, very, that's very, very interesting to know that, you know, uh, in, in the indie hackers um, way, this project was supposed, well, it was um, destined or your goal was to earn money with it. So an, an interesting choice to, um, you know, earn money with the web builder. I, can't, I see on the indie hackers community where, you know, people uh, share their projects and that uh, you have 2.2K um, or recurring monthly revenue, which is incredible. 2.4K mm -hmm. uh, visitors per month, although I'm not sure how up-to-date this statistic is. So since you are from Russia, uh, but, but your website is primarily in English-based, your blog is primarily English-based, what um, what's the distribution of users, would you say? Uh, do you get primarily US citizens? Well, US or other countries or uh, more 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 russian based um, um, it's a very popular question actually i will i just just opened my you know dashboard where i see mm -hmm. all the countries i will uh, tell the exact numbers uh, but before i do this i want to uh, add a little note about the purpose of a project you know many i talk with a lot of indie hackers i am an indie hackers st petersburg organizer and I oh, right, meet nice. tens, tens of indie hackers like every month. And they ask me many questions, how to pick an idea, how to find time, etc., etc. One of the questions is, what is the best motivator to start a project? Some goes for money, some goes for passion. As I said earlier in my um, project picking algorithm, this, sh this should be something in between. Money is good. Without money, you will not 
build anything. Your passion will go away one day. It's mm -hmm. mandatory. The passion is great, but uh, you know, if you uh, don't get anything from your project, you will have to work uh, if you're not rich. And um, your product will not go far. And if your passion gone, is, is gone, it will die. So you should pick something in between. It should be passion, it should be loved by you, but it also should bring some money. Uh, try to find a balance, please. Okay. Um, so what, what about countries? I just opened the last month statistics and as I can see, um, it's, it's uh, 39 clients from US, the United States, nine clients from the UK, six from Australia, seven from France, three from Spain, five Canada, three Mexico, 10 Russian Federation. Right. And cool. some, some other countries. So Russian Federation isn't my primary uh, source of clients. We just um, find me interesting communities like Product Hunt, Indie Hackers, and why. Mm -hmm. I don't promote anything here in Russia. I just wrote one single article. Um, that's it. Um, well, regarding this, I I also was working on a project, and uh, you know Stripe is the you know, is the first go to uh, payment processing company that you go to, but they don't do processing mm -hmm. in Russia. Mm -hmm. Have you dealt? How have you dealt with that? Uh, a great question, which I am asked so many times, and I, I recommend one uh, product for accepting money for recurring and one-time payments. It's Paddle, P-A-D-D-L-E.com. It's a great product, much more simpler, much more friendlier than Stripe, super, surprisingly. And yes, it allows you to accept money from any country. You, including Russia. Well, uh, to that note, I certainly want to, if anyone is listening, and someone is listening, to anyone is listening, I strongly suggest to check out Alex's blog. Um, it's um, is Isora, so I-S-O-R-A dot M-E. Uh, you have some great, great writings. We'll get, go into them in more detail, but I saw that you had an article of merging um, Paddle with uh, Google Firebase. Very mm -hmm. interesting. Um, so, so I'm very happy to hear that, you know, the integration and uh, the setup is easier than Stripe because I have had some troubles with that recently. <laughs> um, okay, so with Unicorn, how long did it take you to build the MVP that was acceptable for you? Mm, great question um, because <clears throat> Not everybody understands what is MVP and uh, spend too much time on it. And I always uh, show them my MVP as a perfect example. Not very humble, but still. Uh, I spent 160 hours to build the first version of Unicorn, the MVP. It was a static landing page generator. Currently, the Unicorn platform allows you to uh, use interface to edit content such as text, images, buttons, and then click one button to see your website live on the web to show it to your friends and potential clients. But at the first version, I 
stick to a much more simpler concept. It was a static landing page generator. When you was able only to pick some major components like you know call to action, a list of images, mm -hmm. and press the export button, export HTML. And you uh, was able to get this HTML and in your text editor, such as Sublime Text, you, you edit your text, you host images somewhere, and, and you get this HTML and host somewhere on your hosting provider, on your servers. That's a much more complicated concept. It's for geeks, for tech techies. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was a great MVP, which proved the market demand on landing page builder for startups. And I just built a year later, you know, like in SpongeBob uh, picture. One year later, I built a second version, <laughs> which allowed to, which can be used by non-tech guys. Oh, interesting. So your first MVP was to primarily based on web developers who, so, so what you did is allowed people to, you know, modify the page on, on the browser. And then the only way to proceed with that was to export HTML and then host it somewhere else like Netlify or something else, right? Something like that. Yes, correct. Very, very interesting. So very, very MVP. Uh, so did you get many, uh, much feedback on that? Yes, I got a lot of uh, interest on the project. It got uh, a lot of applause and product hunt. Mm -hmm. And uh, it actually, uh, while I was building with the second version, it got, it continued to be sold very well. I don't remember that numbers, no, like three, five customers per month without any promotional from my part. Uh, yes, it was, big, it was given. So it, it was an MVP which brought a value to people, uh, minimum viable project, which product with which actually was a good solid product itself. That's the MVP in my uh, cool. In my world. Um, how long would you say uh, it took you to get your first payment? Um, so my first sale was uh, 160 years or hours later. I, I built it and posted on Product Hunt and I got first sales. It was actually very straightforward path. Cool. Product Hunt gives uh, great opportunities for indies from all over the world to be okay. announced, cool. to be viewed. Nice. All right. So um, I know you, ha so you have a full-time job, right? Um, and Unicorn Platform is your side project. Uh, am mm -hmm. I... No, so you're working full time on the on Unicorn platform. Um, I when I dropped when I quit my previous startup, I returned back to Russia and I decided to build Unicorn platform. And there was a money problem. I didn't have money to live, uh, so I decided to run a crowdfunding round. Uh, when I offered people a huge uh, benefits for paying me right now for future project for future product mm -hmm. so i gathered like uh, ten thousand dollars and uh, it was my budget for building this product and to currently uh, my product is uh, giving me money from current new clients and i don't have to work anymore fortunately that, that's incredible so uh can you 
just uh, maybe talk a little bit about this crowdfunding process. So uh, I know that you know in the indie hackers community, some of one way that people start working on their solo projects are quitting their job and living off, off of their savings. Uh, savings, but uh, you know having no savings and you know being bankrupt, as you said, is uh, you know is a even harder issue to solve. So like um how did you go about that how did you which which crowdsource platform did you use how did you convince people uh, to you know support the project it's actually the, the third popular question i'm asked uh, yes it's a, the biggest problem how to find money to build my side project i am working all day i don't want to work more on nights i want to live like a Normal people, come on, where, how can I build it? Yes, it's a very tricky question, and uh, there is no like one single right answer. You have to be an entrepreneur. You have to struggle with such problems. You have to fight somehow. It's actually a challenging. It's tough, but if it wasn't tough, everybody will would be mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. So you have to be, do it somehow by your own. If you want to try my path, the crowdfunding path, I can help you with it. Um, what I did is I run a small private uh, crowdfunding round. There are some huge platforms such as Indiegogo, Kickstarter, some smaller platforms such as AppSumo and surprise to me, there are also tiny communities of a couple of thousand people who hunt very small launches, such as mine. I was offered to run such, such small private round. What I did, I just built a, a, a landing page of a crowdfunding round, and I said, I will sell 50 lifetime licenses. Only 50, not 50,000, not 5 million, 50 people, 50 chosen ones, we will be able to use Unicorn platform forever for free, but we just had to pay only once. The price was $180 and mm -hmm. you get um, this benefit. You don't have to pay anymore. <clears throat> of course, if I build the product and people believed in me, they just bought it without any, you know, uh, contracts or paper. We just saw uh, my offer. I suppose the biggest, um, the most important part of this success was a solid MVP, which proved that I'm actually able to create website builder. I just need time. The second was my reputation. I am very active product hunt member for the hunt community, and I already built some successful web design products. And it was very likely that I will build this one too. Um, yes, all this. Uh, in combined gave result I collected this money very quickly in like one day and this one of the options to you know break this uh, endless circle you work and then your side project at the end of the day which you can do because you're tired and you can drop mm -hmm. it you can get a job you know it's endless crowdfunding may help you if you want some more detailed uh, questions I'm very open to everybody uh, please reach me. I will help you. It's free. What's the best way to reach you? 
I, I think the best, uh, the best thing will be to put my site, my personal website, there are some many contacts you can choose, like Telegram, Twitter, email, and anything. All right, so uh, this is your full-time project. Um, how long do you anticipate working on it? Do you ever think of starting something new or working on something else? Because um, you now, obviously your own boss, right? So you have the freedom to to maybe uh, put it on pause in terms of you know uh, new features and stuff like this. Uh, you mm -hmm. can start something new. Do you ever want to start something else? Do you ever get bored with Unicorn Platform or um, you just you just love it and then you just work on it uh, you know, whenever you have the power to do that? It's another great question because uh, only when you work on something a lot, like me, one and a half year, you can face this problem. And if you hear my advice from my position, you can be get prepared. Um, in my previous projects, my previous startups, I was get tired of a product of a project very quickly. Like in a few months, I was already ready to quit everything. I didn't have this, um, you know, um, part of character when you do the one thing for years, day by day, uh, hour by hour for like five years. I was very afraid, but I will be get I will get bored of this in a few months, like I always did in the previous projects. But surprisingly to me, this wasn't a challenge anymore. It wasn't a challenge to keep to stick to one project. And the secret is super obvious and simple. I I started to do that I truly wanted to do, not because of money. Money is important, but not everything. Not because of uh, somebody told me. Not because of the media told me it's cool, not because my parents persuaded me to do it, because I loved websites. So I started to build website builder. That's it. And the passion inside me is huge, even today. Uh, of course, I have some low uh, energy life moments when I'm ill or I'm just tired, but I always get back, get back to a huge enthusiasm level and I continue to do it. It's very super simple, but it took many years to understand this. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's fine. But it's great that you did, uh, you know, find your passion, find your uh, project. So um, I, I, I get a strong feeling that it is, uh, you know, you don't really want to drop it, obviously. Uh, and um, mm -hmm. is there an angle for you or you just, you just kind of uh, keep working on it and you feel like that's your thing for, for a long, long time now? I just basically wanted to see if, if, if there are any other things that you uh, consider might be considering to work on, uh, if there are any other interests you currently have to, you know, to develop or to create. Oh, yeah. There will be a few more projects announced this year, later. I, I started two projects which will help my audience to... to build a better startup since my product is for startup audience i also can bring more value than just landing pages and by giving other tools and i have a couple of such ideas which i'm building with a couple of my friends they agreed to code this without any payment 
and uh, in a couple of months I will announce it. The first one will be a startup checklist, like a checklist for a startup founder mm-hmm. to build a great landing page, to launch a product, to build a great SAAS, and to launch on a product hunt. It will be four checklists. And the second one is, uh, um, yeah, it's very, very handy. It will be very cool. <laughs> uh, the second one is a Twimoji picker. It's a emoji picker for web designers. Um, yeah, it's another product. So yeah, I switch my attention to another projects, but only to help my primary product to be noticed. Uh, yes, side project marketing, so-called. Um, at some point, you mentioned that you're considering moving to Japan. Um, is it uh, like one of your goals? Um, you know, with uh, w- that you want to take with your life. So you, you want to keep working on Unicorn and then get enough uh, recurring revenue to be able to just generally travel. Or is there something particularly that uh, you know appeals uh, from Japan? Yes, um, I, I just love. Japan very much <laughs> and my girlfriend too as well does as well uh, we can't move right now because uh, she is uh, studying at university and she can drop her studies but in a, in a year we will just pack our bags and go to Japan Konnichiwa. it's very it's very simple not too, too much time taken we'll need around three thousand dollars for two person to live and learn Japanese in Japan, not very much. Cool. If you don't have kids, we, I don't have kids. Thanks, God. Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually don't have too many questions, um, you know, to go over. Mm-hmm. You know, we've asked a lot of Django-related questions, and it's. I find it very. Just to recap, I find it very cool that, uh, you know, you haven't been learning it for a long time. That you. You know, you uh, decided to learn it for your first project, and uh, that you did end up building, uh, you know, a great, great product with it. Um, I was very happy to hear about Unicorn. Um, happy about hear the, the, you know, the path that's going forward. I'll, I, I generally try to, you know, learn to do everything by hand as well, like to code up. Um, but uh, I think I'll be checking it out. I think I'll try to use it for, you know, for a couple websites. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything you else you wanted to you know um, tell the built with Django community or um, you know other communities you're part of? Is there anything uh, I didn't ask? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I wanted to also give some advice to the guy who wants to build her his or her own product. It's the motivation thing. Uh, as I told, it was my first Django product and was actually my biggest bet and the only product I relied on. Uh, what motivated me to learn uh, React.js almost from scratch and Django almost from scratch? Uh, it's actually the pressure from the crowd. When I promised to the society that I will build this, I had a huge debt. I don't sleep well, that wasn't actually very healthy, mm-hmm. but I had to, I just had to learn Django. You know? Like in school, when you have a test, you have to learn it, if you're a good student. And you learn it. And there was a deadline to me, I promised I will build the website builder by the end of next year. I had to learn 
And when you have to do something, you learn very quickly and uh, very quality as well. So if you want to progress, if you, if you are stuck, try somehow to you know, build a stressful situation for yourself. Um, for example, quit your job. If you, don't, uh, if you have some responsibilities, if you have kids, don't do it. <laughs> uh, you can set a public deadline like, uh, I promise to finish the MVP of my product in two months. If you promise it, you instinctively can, can't fail. You will feel bad. So you will work on this product with more enthusiasm. Uh, so yeah, promising in a, to a crowd is a good trick. It's working. Okay. Um, actually, one thing I also remember is uh, from your blog. I, I um, And it's... it's um, getting big in the community, people love curation. Ideas curation, uh, resource curation. So, and you are pretty big on creating lists and you know, best resources for different topics. And you kind of also suggest for, um, to create those alongside with whatever project you're working on. And kind of, uh, I actually loved your uh, post on product hunt suggestions like uh, advice you give uh, based on experience you have so you posted the product hunt advice on your website one of the advice was basically as far as i understand it's like you you post your project on product hunt and then next day post something uh, you know that is related mentioning the first project mm -hmm. to get the you know more upvotes mm -hmm. i think it's pretty smart pretty cool and um i think going forward the idea curation um like uh, creating a list of best resources is is there's going to be a lot of those uh, but uh, i think it's a good good practice it's a good thing for newcomers maybe someone should build a project where you know you are able to create actually that was one of my ideas where you create you users are allowed to create their own lists and share and so that oh. the other users can upvote and uh, the, the best the best uh, lists get you know to the top of the thing and then mm -hmm. get stay, stay yeah. there. Um, okay. Uh, thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you very much for answering all the questions. Uh, this is a built with Django makers podcast. I think I'm probably going to call it that. Um, you are the first, um, first maker uh, we interview. Thanks a lot for this. And uh, even though we didn't cover too many Django questions, I think the the general learning here is that you know don't be afraid of it. Uh, it's uh, pretty straightforward, and um, there is a big community around it. And uh, so if you are able to build you know a, a product like this with zero knowledge, then you know it's yeah. it's, it's possible to do a lot of things um, as long as you have passion and uh, you know an idea and 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 some free time. So, mm -hmm. Alex, thank you very much. Thank you for taking thank the you. time. Thank you.